0: I'm a man, I'm 40! Oh you boys, they my brothers, they my friends.
1: Yeah. I led Ko Sumlin! Yo. I led the stoops. the
0: entire first half, we got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money and all we wanted to do is have pouty expressions on our face.
1: Hello and welcome to the Around the Twelve podcast. My name is Tanner Price, and I'm here with my co-host Greg Hawker. Greg, we're uh, we're a little early this week. What's going on? Well, I think you've got plans later in the week. Is uh, <laughs> is, is what you told me. Well, yes. what are you doing? What are you up to? Um, well, I actually a couple months ago accepted a job in Salt Lake City, and so my wife and I are we're going to go give it a little tour, give it a good look down, and we're excited for it. But yeah, we're recording this on a tuesday we're still going to release it thursday night but yeah i just wanted to let you guys know so beforehand you realize we're not going to review the games on wednesday tuesday and wednesday of this of this past week so just wanted to kind of let everybody behind the curtain there
0: well you're still um I'm proud of you because you're still in Big Twelve country now. Oh yes, so yes. Uh, uh, Salt Lake City is now known as a uh, Big Twelve country. So. What a
1: transition that was! Greg. Yeah, holy cow! Yeah. You mean Provo, by the way? Let's let's be kind to all of our BYU fans ah. and listeners out here. First of all, welcome, welcome to any Houston, Cincinnati, is a, is UCF. Our official?
0: Are we officially merging them into the podcast now? <laughs> we
1: for future football? Yes. Not for basketball. Not yet, for basketball no, yet, no. but yet. So, it is now time to include the new teams into the Big Twelve. Um, the football schedule came out today. Today at one p.m. Central, Greg. What do you what are your thoughts on the schedule after giving it a good look over?
0: Uh, well, my first thought is finally, um, it took them forever to release this, and uh, there were a lot of rumors as to which schools were holding it up. And for whatever reasons, uh, no one knows why, but um, they released it today. And I was very, very excited to finally just get a look at it, get a look at the uh, new conference, the new teams. And um, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm super excited. I mean, uh, don't really, those are just my initial thoughts. I'm just, I'm really excited. And it's uh, well, we're, we're recording this, it's still technically January, so we've got a long ways to go, but it uh, got me excited
1: for the football season already. Yep, me too. I, I'm i really excited for it. Greg and I were talking about, and we'll, we'll get into this in a little bit, but we were talking about hardest schedule, easy to schedule, games we're looking forward to, and I was just looking at the schedule that the Big 12 tweeted out, and I just got a little overwhelmed. <laughs> I mean... I wish, There's a lot of games I, I, on there. I kept forgetting which color notated home games <laughs>
0: and which one notated road games, so I'd have to go back and forth. Um, I mean, kind of impossible to pick two, uh, two um, colors that stand out when you have just about every color on the color wheel now yeah. <laughs> representing your conference, but yeah, I, I mean, the... Uh, the I'm I'm sure the craziness of putting that together was something that uh was probably a really difficult job. Just Uh-oh. constructing the schedule of all of all fourteen teams now.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think you have some, some games that are built in there so you don't have to worry worry as much. Like the Red River Red River shootout now, I guess. Is that Or is it the know. rivalry? Did I, I still say rivalry. Yes, yeah, so. yeah, same thing. Uh you got Bedlam, you got uh Kansas, Kansas State you got the holy war with uh, TCU and Baylor. Yeah. So there's some games that you you automatically have to fit in there. So that's that, true. I mean, that could help or could make it more make difficult. it more yeah. difficult. Yeah. But Greg, in your estimation, give me factual evidence for who you think the who you think has the toughest conference schedule. Not necessarily non conference, but yeah. So we didn't
0: want to look at non conference yet, just because again and and we're doing this this is just only a reaction to the schedule that dropped today this is not like a preview by any means of the next football season uh because i don't i think this is i I don't really have a lot of statistical evidence to back up my 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 reasoning for this other than just giving it a quick quick glance and and just kind of just kind of seeing who i think has the hardest conference schedule uh my answer would be iowa state um They've got, I don't want to read off their whole schedule, but they're, let's see, the, the, the new opponents in which they're playing, so the, the new, um, how do you say it, the new, the new members to the conference, they have uh, BYU and Cincinnati. Both of those are road games. So they don't get a new member at home. They have to go away to Provo and uh, to Cincinnati. And then they have to go uh they also have to go at OU. And Iowa State is the only school uh to to visit both OU and uh BYU this year. Uh so that would be that'd be my reasoning. They also close out the season with a road game in Manhattan. So uh defending Big Twelve champs, Farmageddon in Manhattan. Uh I they've they've got Texas at home, Kansas is uh, good again. And and of course uh, they uh they also play Kansas. So I just they don't have I mean, I don't even know we we haven't gotten really into, you know, maybe our, our preseason predictions yet. That won't come till way, way later, probably this summer. But um just by first glance, I think Iowa State probably has the toughest schedule.
1: Yeah. I honestly with the schedule, but also basing it kind of off of last year's the way last year's season went, they had they did have by metric standards they had the best defense in the Big 12 but they also had the worst offense in the Big 12 so yeah and i'm also kind of taking more into consideration
0: maybe not as much like like yes records from last year but ou i mean ou was 6 and 7 right so i mean i was more so thinking of what are tough places to play i mean uh, until last year ou wasn't losing in norman very often uh traveling all the way to provo that's not going to be an easy trip for anyone uh, going to cincinnati that's going to be really tough too. So just overall tough road games. Um, and uh, they don't really have, uh, except for the, their non-conference, they don't really have that like kind of guaranteed win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm i with you there. Um, I, when I was looking at the schedule, just being immensely overwhelmed by the whole thing, <laughs> West Virginia stood out to me as one of the toughest conference schedules they have at TCU at Houston at UCF at OU and at Baylor. I know I just listed that off a lot or a lot of names there, but that's just a lot of traveling all the way from Morgantown, West Virginia. I mean, you go to Texas 3 times, Oklahoma once and Florida once. That is that is a lot a lot of time spent on the on the airplane and buses, all that good stuff, but those are those are going to be pretty uh tough away games. I I think Greg and I also both agree on this. TCU has one of the toughest schedules. Yeah, by far. I think um the Big Twelve
0: did them no favors. <laughs> no. I mean they they their thank you to TCU being the first Big Twelve team to win a playoff game was we're gonna give you as <laughs> your last as your last five games, they said we're gonna make you go on the road to Manhattan. So you go play that rematch at K State. Oh, then you're gonna go at Tech, who is hungry to beat TCU. You know, in Lubbock, never easy. Uh, then they gave them two home games: Texas and Baylor. Uh, again, neither of those would be easy. Like you mentioned, you got the the rivalry game with Baylor, and and then uh, Texas is won't be uh, won't be an easy out um, this year, and then. Uh, they get to go at OU to close out the year. So those last five games, it's an absolutely brutal stretch with one bye week in there. So they, they at least have one bye, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough five-game stretch there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's also really, when you're looking at the schedule, it's also really interesting to see where teams' bye, bye weeks are. Um, Oklahoma State and Kansas State both have their bye weeks pretty, I think they're they're the two first teams, or maybe they're this, the second week of bye weeks. But yeah, yeah, they're the... Yeah, Oklahoma
0: State and Kansas State both have the bye weeks of September 30th. So Which you is, haven't even made it into October yet, and you've already got your bye. So then you rattle off, what would that be?
1: Um, Like eight conference games? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, eight, it's, eight conference games in a row. That's it's pretty dang tough. But um, yeah, I also think now if we're talking about the whole schedule, not not just conference schedule, I think you have to give Texas – the the benefit benefit of the doubt i mean they have they have alabama on the road week two um that could be a really really tough test that yeah they just got some they got some tough road games but maybe maybe after alabama it it gets a little bit easier but that's that's a tough that's a tough road game your second week of the season yeah and i mean obviously they have that home at home with them because they
0: played them earlier this past year and that was that was a really good game. Uh, but yeah, going out to Alabama will be a lot different. Um, I mean, shoot, it'll be fun. Uh, for for us, but it'll be a lot different for Texas.
1: Yeah. Um, Greg, who do you think has the easiest conference schedule? Oklahoma State. I it's I, not even close. Yep, I'm not even gonna say I'm it, not gonna say anything more about this because I agree. And I don't even think I mean, we are Oklahoma State grads, but I really don't think we're being biased. No, I, I don't either. Um, and I, if if
0: any of you out there disagree with us, please let us know. By, by all means. Please let us know, because we would love to know if we have some sort of inherent bias. But Oklahoma State, so they are, I don't know if they're the only school, um, I'd have to really go through and look, but no, I don't have the time for that now. So, that, so they are one of the only schools to be playing all four of the new members. Uh, So they get uh, BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston. Um, The road games in that are at Houston and at UCF. So again, not saying that either of those two places will be easy to play at, but um, based on past history, I think at BYU and at Cincinnati would be considered the more tough uh, road games. And then they only play one Texas school, and it is Houston. So they don't play. There's no Texas, no Baylor, no Tech, No TCU, Uh, which is uh, wild because I mean, for as long as I've known, um, the Big Twelve Conference. I mean, it's consisted of, and now like you know we still have five Texas schools, but for a team to be in the same to be in the Big Twelve and only have to go to Texas or play one Texas school, it's just like it doesn't seem
1: right. Yeah, it's kind of unheard of there. Uh, Do you have Do you have any more of the easier? conference schedules greg uh honorable mention i'd say is baylor
0: um no rhyme or reason other than the fact that they have eight home games somehow so if you're a season ticket holder for baylor you're gonna get your money's worth this year and then one of their road games is at tcu uh, which is just right up the road so uh you know their other three road games are really difficult um but eight home games and and then one uh road game that's less than an hour uh up the road on I thirty five. So I mean,
1: if you're Baylor, you got to be you got to be happy with that. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, Greg, do you have do you have any games that you're you're really looking forward to, or maybe even some games that you're not looking forward to? I don't. Hmm, I don't think I'm not looking forward to correct, correct any
0: of the games. That is that's the, the, the right answer. answer. <laughs> uh, that, I mean. When I went down the list, there were a couple that stood out to me and again this isn't necessarily like I'm predicting this to be a top 15 matchup at the end of the year or might be deciding a spot in the conference championship game more so just fun brand matchups you know that that I'm personally looking forward to so uh, I mean we very well might have the last battle this year. Um, Definitely the last bedlam in in, uh, Stillwater. Uh, That is a fact. Um, It would be – it is not a fact that it will be the last bedlam, but it is a fact that it will be the last one in Stillwater. So uh, that one, just because of the rivalry that 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 has been, um, you know, only the last 100 years or so. And then, um, yeah, with OU moving to the SEC and that game not continuing, um, which – I'm sure we'll we'll get into later and into the football season when uh, things become a little bit more concrete as to what OU and Texas will be doing. Um, and then I'll just run through the, the other games I had highlighted. Cincinnati at West Virginia. So just an old Big East rivalry. Uh, BYU at Kansas. I know that might seem really random. Yeah, that
1: one caught me off guard. It's really
0: random, but it is BYU's first conference game, first Big 12 game, and they will be playing at the booth. So I'm expecting the booth to be sold out
1: and rocking for that BYU game. I know this game is like what nine months away, but Kansas fans, y'all, you guys have to pack the booth. There's, oh my gosh, there's no doubt. Please
0: do um, OU at BYU. That's another. That's another one I'm looking forward to. Uh, the Big Twelve doing OU no favors by uh, making them travel to Utah in mid-November. Um, so it's going to be cold. It's going to be a little chilly. Tanner, do
1: you have do you have any? So. This is going to be a blanket blanket statement, but all of the traditional ri- rivalries, so OU-OSU, OU-Texas, TCU-Baylor, Kansas-Kansas State, I mean, all, all of those rivalries I would say I'm looking forward to. Um, I'm also looking forward to the Big 12 Championship rematch. I think that that game is going to be, I don't know. It could be really really tough for TCU because TCU has lost Quentin Johnston, they've lost Max Duggan, but they've also done a good job in bringing in recruits and transfers. But sure. K-State outside of losing Deuce Vaughn is keeping basically everybody else. So, that'd be that'd be a fun game to watch. Um but yeah, that's that's all I got really. I I think <laughs> I think if you ask me week after week 4 or 5 with the with the last seven or eight conference games, I might have a different answer for you. I just, it's hard for me right now to gauge where, where teams are going to be at about halfway through the season.
0: No, that's definitely fair. And, and like we mentioned, I mean, we're talking about this in mid, um, uh, end of January, beginning of February and the season is eight months away. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's the Tanner and I are excited because the schedule came out today. Um, and, yeah, had to touch on it. Probably the biggest news across the Big 12 other than um, the dominant victory in the Big 12 SEC Challenge.
1: Yes. So, actually, one thing one thing I that I think we didn't know or forgot to mention last time. So, this SEC Challenge was the 10th and final SEC Challenge. You know, I
0: actually didn't know that until I was watching the games this weekend. I
1: did not. I did not either. But um, either way. The Big 12 has won the Big 12 SEC Challenge all time, and won this year by 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 a pretty pretty strong margin seven to three. Um, Greg is still doing very well in his basketball predictions. He's twenty two and sixteen. I made up I made up one whole game last week, and I'm now twenty and eighteen. So we're both above five hundred. Um, Let's keep it that way. Yes. I don't think it'd be a good look if we went sub-500. Yes, I I agree with you there. Um, So, Greg, do you want to give us a little rundown from the Big 12 SEC Challenge? Yeah.
0: So, uh, we can just kind of start um, in uh, order in which these games happen. So, from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. So, uh, West Virginia beat Auburn. I think this was – these first two – Um, games that we're going to mention are probably two of the, uh, more noteworthy ones. So West Virginia beat number 15, Auburn, uh, 80 to 77. And then OU took down the number two team in the country, Alabama by 25 points,
1: 24. Yeah, I think. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, uh, and, and we'll get to this in a second, but move both of these teams more firmly into, uh, Let's just say it helped their NCAA tournament chances. Yeah, those
1: are those are both what they call quad one wins, which means I mean quad one is the best win that you can have, and that's that's exactly what these wins were.
0: And I think I, I think I said this last week, but um, obviously Tanner and I both picked Alabama uh, to beat OU, and I think the majority of people did. But I did say it doesn't hurt; it wouldn't have hurt OU too much to lose to the number two team in the country. But boy, would it help them if they won? And that's exactly what happened. So, uh, yeah, good, good for OU. Probably their not even probably definitely their best win oh, of yeah, the year for sure. Um, and then uh, credit to Tanner for picking that West Virginia uh, upset over number fifteen that Auburn. Is, that is correct. So. <laughs> Uh, so then we've got uh, one of the one of the only losses of the for the big 12 is uh, Missouri beat Iowa State 78 to 61 honestly, Missouri caught fire and didn't really look back. Iowa State also had some injury issues. Caleb Grill did not play in this game uh, so they weren't at full strength.
1: Yeah yeah this one was an, was an interesting one to watch. Missouri definitely, their fans showed out. It was their arena was very full, very loud. Um, yeah, it, this one was shocking to me, but you know what? Sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. Oh, actually, one thing I wanted to mention before we move on. So, the Big Twelve went seven and three. All three losses were from. The teams tied for first place in the conference, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, that's crazy. And everybody else won, but. It doesn't, we, make yeah. Yeah. doesn't make sense. Basketball doesn't make sense.
0: So, Mississippi State beat TCU in overtime. So, this was a tough loss for TCU. Uh, Mississippi State was one of the uh, bottom teams in the SEC. And it was a tough tough road environment to play in, um, and I think most notably Mike Miles got hurt in the first few minutes of the game and did not come back and uh, is out um, indefinitely. We don't really know when he will return. I think more than likely he'll miss maybe one or two more games.
1: Yeah, there was no, no structural damage to the knee, no ACL, PCL, LCL, nothing like that. So he... Probably just taking some time off just a little sore but yeah that was that was a scary sight for sure yeah and yeah so I mean tough loss
0: but it's not the end of the world for for TCU um and then Texas Tech uh gotta give them some credit they beat beat went on the road and beat LSU yeah they've
1: they've had uh they've had two good games back to back which we'll we'll get to here but yeah that's that's good to see you go into a tough environment at LSU. Get a win, even though you're winless in conference, so we're just probably building some confidence there. Yep. And then we have Baylor barely hanging on, sixty-seven to sixty four against Arkansas. Um That's a good so, win. Yeah. Arkansas yeah. Arkansas will be a tournament
0: team. Um and I mean Baylor was at home, so you'd expect them to you'd expect them to win this one, and and like Tanner and I did, we did both pick Baylor and uh, it was a little closer than I would have thought, but they did win.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tennessee beats Texas 82-71. 80, I think going on the road to Knoxville, I think, did I pick Texas in this game? I feel like I did. I don't think you did. Oh, no, we both picked Tennessee. That's right. I don't know. from a, From a Big 12 perspective, you would have liked to see Texas pull this one out, but Tennessee is what number five in the country? It's they'll be they'll be a one or two seed. Yeah, it's a tough place March. to play. You, honestly, not, not a terrible loss. I mean, Texas is one of the top teams in the country, as well as Tennessee, but playing in Knoxville, it's 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 a tough it's a tough place to play. play. Excuse me. K State beats Florida 64 to 50. Kind of what you would expect. It wasn't and even as close as the score indicates. Kansas State was up by twenty most of the game. Yeah, there's not not too much to say about that one. Oklahoma State beats Ole Miss 82, 82 to sixty. Honestly, kind of the same thing. So, yeah, same deal. I mean, Ole Miss was Ole
0: Miss was missing two of their uh, starters, I believe, um, and they were already already last place in the SEC. Yep. Or um, I don't know if they were last,
1: but they were close to last. Yep. And then the two blue bloods, uh Kansas honestly got a got a nice statement win after losing their previous three, they beat Kentucky 77 to 68. It's it's what you want to see when when you go and play another top dog, so they got a little revenge from uh the from game last, last year. year. Yep.
0: Yeah, so I mean, that's really good and that game rounded out the uh Big Twelve SEC slate, and so at this point, we already knew that that the Big Twelve had won, and Kansas just icing on the cake. Oh yeah, just I mean, seven and three looks a little better than six and four, especially when you're uh, that last win is uh, beating what has historically been the best basketball team in this conference. So,
1: yeah, I couldn't agree more. And then the games on Monday, so we have Tech beating Iowa State in overtime, uh, first conference win. That's back-to-back wins for them in the middle of conference play, which is there. You know, I mean, really like to see it. If you're a Tech, you do. If you're the
0: rest of the teams hoping that Tech was going to be a an automatic win, because there really are no automatic wins in, in Big Twelve conference play, you're uh, you're, you're, you're sorely mistaken. Though. Yeah, you you really are, and, and you're you're maybe if you haven't played them already, you're maybe a little bummed out you didn't get them earlier in the year. Because uh, I mean. be I I wouldn't say by any means that tech is is catching fire but I mean two straight wins is a lot for your confidence especially when you drop your last eight and so uh they will be a tough out and they could ruin some teams NCAA bids I'm and I'm looking at both OU and, and OSU who still have to play tech so
1: yep yeah I couldn't agree more there and then the last game from Monday Texas beats Baylor by five um was that game? Sorry, It was in Austin. Hold, hold. Okay, yeah, it was in Austin. That's that's a really good bounce back win from Texas there to to come back and and beat beat Baylor. But you got anything? You got anything else for us on that one, Greg?
0: Not not on that one though. I'll give you props for picking that Tech game though to beat Iowa State. That was uh, not something that I personally saw coming. I think. <laughs> I think after Tech beat LSU, there were some people that that jumped on them as a potential you know, upset of beating Iowa State. But we did the podcast before uh, the Tech LSU game, and um, I mean, I probably still would have picked Iowa State regardless. <laughs> but I don't know why I'm saying that.
1: But I mean, it's a good pick from me. You know? Yeah, it was an overtime, so I'll, I'll give you that. Iowa
0: State was also up by like twenty something, and and Tech came back and won. So uh,
1: not 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 a good loss from yeah. Iowa State. Yeah, it's not what you love to see, but. You know what you do love to see? Six teams in the top fifteen in the com- in the country. That's that's really great news. So we got Kansas State ranked number seven, Kansas at eight, Texas at ten, Baylor at eleven, Iowa State at thirteen, and TCU at fifteen. Greg, I actually have a question for you. So in their last four, Kansas is one and three. Mm-hmm. How did they go from nine to eight? Well, they would
0: they would have gone one and one since the last rankings came out, right? So that's true. That's they beat true. Kentucky. Who'd they lose to? Was it was it? Um, I'm trying to think.
1: I can tell you. really. Was clear. it Iowa State? It was. Oh gosh! Pause, pause,
0: pause. Baylor. That's right, and it was on the road too. It was in Waco. So I mean. I, I... You know, you you'd like to you'd like to win you'd like to win that, but you're on the road at a top 15 team. Baylor's now ranked 11th. I don't I don't remember what they were last week, but uh, to go up a spot, nah, I I mean, I guess it really all depends on what happens around the country. Um, and yeah, that's outside true. of the Big 12, I, I I couldn't I couldn't tell you uh, the top 25 off the top of my head. Yep. So, um, I mean. I think the win at Kentucky was probably pretty impressive for the AP voters. That's that's what I'll say um, as uh, as as being an
1: optimist there. So. Yes, uh, Texas at ten. Oh, I already went through this. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. What Six am I teams in the top fifteen. That's I what mean, you love to see. And hopefully there might be a couple more not too far behind them. So the
0: like we mentioned last week. So a little bit of, of bracketology. The only team that is um, I mean, unless they, like, you know, win out the rest of the year. The only team that's really out of the tournament right now is Texas Tech uh, from the Big 12. The other three teams we have not mentioned yet, um, OU, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia, are all right in that bubble. And like I mentioned earlier, OU and West Virginia both picked up top uh, 25. Well, West Virginia beat uh, number 15 Auburn, and OU beat number two Alabama, um, which boosted their uh, odds to make the tournament. It moved West Virginia into the uh, last four buys, which if you don't know what that means, it's essentially uh, the NCAA tournament is composed of 68 teams. Um, There are four teams that fight for the last two 11 seed slots. Um, and then also four teams that fight for uh, the last two 16 seed slots, uh, which those come from smaller schools. So if you're looking at uh, power five schools, um, the last four buys would be West Virginia, um, making it basically not having to play. In that, what is technically the first play in, round or playing? Or playing? I think they do call it the first round. They call which, it the first round, which is silly it doesn't make any sense because if you only have four teams playing in the first round, is it really the first round? Well, you you go from eight to then sixty four. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. But. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um. So West Virginia with a little bit of breathing room, I, I guess you could say. I mean, I wouldn't still consider that uh, a comfortable spot. But a little bit more breathing room, considering they've been um, in the last four in and in the last four out these last few weeks. OU is now back to being the last team in. <laughs> there you so, go. So they had uh, they had fallen to um, to being in in some of those first couple of teams out, and after beating Alabama, they are back up to the last team in. Uh, and then to round it out, Oklahoma State is listed uh, third on the first four out. So only uh, two teams separating them and OU. Uh, and like we said, we're recording this on a Tuesday. It won't come out till Thursday. But by the time this comes out, um, that Bedlam game that will be on Wednesday will definitely uh, help determine spots for both OU and OSU. Yep,
1: that is that is correct. And that is Bracketology with Greg. Thanks for coming. We um, need to make that a segment. It <laughs> would be my favorite. <laughs> I'll I'll make I'll make some music for that. But Greg, so. Upcoming games. So it's kind of weird. We're It's Tuesday night. We're picking games for Saturday. in um, a week from now. Yeah, basically a week from now. So this is kind of interesting for us. We haven't done this yet. Uh, some of the games, were, we don't even know what's going to happen with their games this week. But either way, we... You think our records would look better if we were picking this the day before? Yes. Each game? Yes. I I would think so. Interesting. Um, All right, Greg. We got TCU at... Oklahoma State. Who you got there? Well,
0: Mike Miles is a question mark. Oklahoma State's at home. I'll actually be at
1: this game, so I'm going to take Oklahoma State. <laughs> I'm also going to take Oklahoma State. I think the, I think like you said, the Mike Miles question mark is, is a big question mark. Probably the biggest that they have. It's going to be a little bit of a interesting game. Rondell Walker, former. Uh, Oklahoma State player transferred to TCU this last year so he's... OSU
0: also needs this win too. yes like yes. it is it is they need another top 25 win uh, yeah to just continue to uh, get them out of that uh, <laughs> get them out of that uh, last last four out category. yep. And then we got Kansas at Iowa State. Greg, who you got there? Um, Hilton Magic no one not many people win at Iowa State, so Iowa
1: State. Except Kansas will. Okay. Well, (laughs) we'll see about that. (laughs) All right. So that is Kansas at Iowa State. Then we got Texas Tech at Baylor. I think that this is going to be an easy one for both of us. Three, two, one, Baylor. Baylor. All right, there we go. Poor Texas Tech. (laughs) Their win streak ends. (laughs) Texas at Kansas State. Who you got? K-State. I got Texas. Um, Oklahoma at West Virginia. Uh, Another huge bubble game.
0: Uh... Shoot, both teams need this, but West Virginia, Morgantown. I'll
1: I'll take West Virginia. I will also take Morgantown in all of its glory. Uh, Texas at Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. Uh, man, people probably are like these guys are picking the same the same teams over and over. Well, yeah, I mean we kind of we think that most of these teams are better. Um, then we got TCU at K State. Shoot, I guess we're uh, same again. K State, K State.
0: Texas Tech at
1: Oklahoma State. Uh
0: man, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State. Yes. <laughs> Iowa State at West Virginia. Iowa State has been struggling away from home recently. Uh, I'm going to take West Virginia. Now I say recently. This game won't be played for another week and a half. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to take West Virginia. Uh, they, I mean, would help their resume.
1: So I'm going to go with Iowa State. Oh, we finally disagreed. I think that Iowa State is probably going to start to – because at this point we're looking at the back half of the conference schedule and starting next week you'd like your team to to be performing better than it was earlier in the season. Even if you were getting wins, you, you really want to ramp up your player production. You want to ramp up uh, how well you play on the court like practice, all that good stuff. You want to really ramp that up around this time. So I think Iowa State's going to be gearing up for the Big 12 tournament as well as the NCAA tournament. So I'm going to take Iowa State there. And then Oklahoma at Baylor. Uh, I'm going to take Baylor. This one's pretty easy for me.
0: OU has already lost to Baylor in Norman when Baylor wasn't playing as well as they are now. And so now to go to Waco, I feel that that won't end well for them. So I'll take Baylor.
1: Yeah, Baylor's... Baylor's been playing pretty well recently, and especially getting that that win that you mentioned um, against Arkansas. That's yeah, it's good to see. So yeah, yeah I'm going to go with Baylor there as well. Well, Greg, you got anything else for us this week? I don't think so. Um, looking forward
0: to the last few games of the uh, of of this current week that have not been played yet that will have been played by the time the podcast comes out and.
1: Yeah, well, uh, shoot, we'll be in in Norman on Wednesday. Yep, we're going to the game. Apparently, well, nobody's going to hear this until after the game, but apparently tickets are free. (laughs) Yeah, so there's been a little bit of an ice storm in the uh, Oklahoma
0: City uh, Metroplex, and I think Norman's caught it the worst out of all the suburbs. And so uh, roads aren't too good down there. They said if you can make it safe, (laughs) we'll give you a free ticket. So uh, unfortunately, we already bought our tickets. (laughs) So...
1: (laughs) But yeah. I don't know if they – you think they'd give us a free ticket if we walked up in bright orange? Oh, that's a good point. They might not actually. Well, I guess we're about to find out. So Well, it doesn't matter. We've got our tickets anyway. Yeah. So Well, everybody, if you like what you hear on this podcast, if you want to hear more, ask us questions. DM us on Twitter and Instagram at Around the Twelve. Uh, share this with your friends. Share it with your parents. Anybody. Go up to anybody on the street and tell them about it. I I don't care. But we really want to grow this podcast. We want Big 12 fans, especially the new Big 12 fans, to feel welcome to ask questions that we can answer on the podcast, especially in the spring and summer when there's going to be less less sports going on, honestly. So, yes. And also, one last thing. If you guys would like to sponsor the podcast in any which way, if you want to sponsor a segment, if you want to sponsor Greg's Bracketology, we would I think love... think we just decide on the fly that's going to become a segment. <laughs> we would absolutely love if anybody would sponsor us. Um, yeah, we made a Facebook page, so it's called Around the Twelve. Um, it is connected to our Instagram. So now if we post on Instagram, it'll post on Facebook. And if we post on Facebook, it'll post on Instagram. So we got all of our bases covered. Let us know, DM us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at around the 12, like I mentioned before, and we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you. We love you. Goodbye.